Hi, everyone, and welcome to this episode of our podcast that we are calling National Treasure 3, Book of Evasion. My name is Sarah McDaniel, and I am here with Maggie McCrory, Hannah Williams, and Jacqueline Lewis. And today we will be discussing the big tax scandal that Nicolas Cage found himself caught up in back in 2008. So Maggie was just doing some research one day for one of our other master's of accountancy classes and happened across an NBC News article that said that Nicolas Cage was being sued by the IRS for a huge tax liability that had been accruing from 2002 to 2008. So curious, we did some more digging and using some other articles such as Business Insider, Forbes, CNN, etc., as well as our own knowledge from the Internal Revenue Code or the IRC, we found a pretty interesting and messy situation that we felt was worthy of a podcast. Yes, so like Sarah said, we're going to be talking a little bit about the tax trouble that Nicolas Cage has faced, but first we thought it would be helpful to give a little background on Cage in order to set the scene. So according to IMDb, Nicolas Cage was born on January 7th, 1964 in Long Beach, California. His given name at birth was actually Nicolas Kim Coppola, but he quickly changed it once he got the chance early on in his career and has been known as Nicolas Cage ever since. He dropped out of high school when he secured his first role in 1982 and has been consistently acting ever since. He is well known for being in movies such as Face Off, Leaving Las Vegas, and of course, National Treasure. So along with being known for his acting career, Cage is is also unfortunately known for his major financial shortcomings and $14 million worth of taxes owed by the IRS. So at the height of his career, he was worth $150 million, and in 2009, he made $40 million alone. In fact, Forbes listed him as one of the highest paid actors of all time. Instead of saving his money, Cage blew through it, making a ton of expensive and extravagant purchases. Some of the insane stuff that he bought was a Tarbosaurus skull, which is a type of dinosaur, two albino king cobras, two Bahamian private islands, a collection of 30 motorcycles and 50 cars, four luxury yachts, including the one that was $20 million and had 12 master bedrooms and 15 homes all across the world. And this isn't even a close-to-complete list. So with spending like that, it's no surprise that Cage blew through his money and ended up in a really bad financial situation. Absolutely. I mean, a dinosaur skull in 15 homes. He clearly wasn't worried about the consequences of his extreme spending and was more focused on buying the most exotic items he could think of. So back in 2009, this led to him facing a world of tax issues and lots of bad publicity because it was discovered by the mass public that the IRS had hit him with a $6.2 million tax lien for unpaid taxes in 2007. Want to talk more in depth on this, Maggie? Absolutely. So in case anyone is unfamiliar with that term, a lien in general is a right to keep possession of property belonging to another person until a debt owed by that person is paid. So more specifically to Cage's situation, per IRC section 6321, if any person liable to pay a tax neglects or refuses to pay the same after demand, the amount, which is including any interest, additional amount, addition to tax, or assessable penalty, together with any cost that may accrue in addition to that, shall be a lien in favor of the United States upon all property and rights to property, whether real or personal belonging to such person. Now this was just the beginning of uncovering Cage's tax problems, which soon became extremely public. Yeah, in fact, the IRS also stated that he owed an additional $360,545.84 accumulated from tax years 2002 to 2004. And he was then sued by the IRS again in 2008 for $6,712,821.99 worth of unpaid taxes. This means his unpaid taxes totaled to over $13.3 million, 
with some sources claiming the number is closer to 14 million. As you would expect, people were shocked and upset that a celebrity making millions and millions of dollars each year had been avoiding paying taxes. You may wonder how it was possible for the media to uncover and expose Cage's personal tax situation, since that's usually a private thing. This is because a tax lien becomes public knowledge when it's filed. So it shows up in the county clerk office records, state records, your credit, more places. Therefore, the second this lien hit public records, the media swarmed. And I think it's important to note that all of our research of these numbers and his situation is just coming from the media. We don't have any actual documents from Nicolas Cage himself, obviously. So we can't say for sure exactly what happened or if our numbers are 100% accurate. But it is interesting to estimate and guess at. And I would be, I know as accountants, we couldn't help but be curious. So speaking of curiosity, I'm sure you're curious how Cage's amount of back taxes reached multi-million dollar amounts. So beyond his overall frivolous spending that we talked about earlier, a big part of his tax problems had to do with his illegal writing off of personal expenses. So between 2002 and 2004, the movie star used a company he owns to wrongly write off $3.3 million in personal expenses. That included limos, meals, gifts, travel, and his brand new Gulfstream 1159A turbojet. Now, if you don't know anything about taxes, you still probably think that a brand new private Gulfstream jet does not seem like something you'd be able to 100% deduct on your tax return. It definitely comes off a little suspicious, so I don't blame the IRS for filing a suit against him. And beyond that, in 2009, he also owed $6.3 million in property taxes, so I guess he didn't understand the tax consequences of having 15 homes all across the world. Yeah, absolutely. I think the fame got a little bit to him with his spending. So let's talk about the total amount Cage owed and how much of that was unpaid taxes versus just penalties because he was avoiding paying this amount. So in total, the IRS sued Cage for about $14 million worth of taxes. We did a lot of research trying to find specifics on how much of this amount was for penalties accumulated, and we weren't able to find too much detail. However, according to Business Insider, when Cage made a $666,000 payment in 2008, about one-fifth or $99,000 of it represented an accuracy-related penalty. I wish we could dive more into the breakdown of this total $14 million penalty because I think it'd be really interesting to see how much was penalties and interest due to an unpaid tax amount, but unfortunately, we just do not have that information. Yeah, it is unfortunate that we don't, but apart from his tax issues with the IRS, Cage and his money manager, Samuel J. Levin, also entered into a legal battle around this time, which we can definitely guess at and investigate. In October of 2009, Cage filed a $20 million lawsuit against Levin for negligence and fraud. According to Cage, his financial manager did not pay taxes on time and put him in risky investments that caused him to suffer huge losses. He also claims that Levin did not tell him that his money was running out and continued to overextend his lines of credit. Levin countersued Cage on November 12th of 2009, stating that he acted properly and that he didn't excessively charge Cage for his services. In addition, he also claimed that he is owned $129,000. As it is the job of a financial manager to act in the best interest of your client, the biggest issue here is whether Cage really wasn't informed or if he just ignored Levin's supposed warnings and continued on his crazy spending sprees. However, both suits were dismissed in 2010, but the terms of the settlement were confidential. So this brings up a good point of if there is a valid excuse for getting out of paying such fines and penalties. So one of the reasons that Nix is suing his business advisor is because he claims that his advisor failed to pay Nick's taxes on time. So we know from IRC 6651 that sometimes a taxpayer can avoid paying penalties on late tax payments 
if the taxpayer had reasonable cause. So some examples that the IRS provided for reasonable cause on the website would be things such as, I paid the tax on time by checking the mail and the mailman lost it, or I had everything ready to be sent out, but then I ended up in the hospital for a month. So things that show that you put in the effort and tried to pay your tax or file on time, but your circumstances were out of your control and prevented you from doing so. So do y'all think that Nick being late to pay his taxes due to his business advisor not paying them can qualify for reasonable cause? I think that could really depend. I mean, did he just assume that his advisor would pay the taxes since he manages all of his money? Or was there a stated agreement that the tax advisor would automatically pay the tax on time? See, I agree that it depends, and this kind of situation is sure to be complicated since it has to do with taxes, but my thinking is this. It's all his money. His name is on the return. He had to have signed it or potentially reviewed it at some point if they did indeed file it, so isn't it his responsibility to make sure the tax is paid regardless of who gave permission to? I think it comes down to if this would constitute reasonable cause, and I'm leaning towards probably not, but what are your thoughts on this, Sarah? I agree with you, Hannah. At the end of the day, I don't think that relying on someone else to pay your tax qualifies as a reasonable cause. I mean, I could agree to let my dad pay my water bill this month from my bank account, but if he forgets, the water company is still going to come to me and blame me for not following through with my dad or checking my bank account to make sure the payment was made. Yeah, I think if you just assume the advisor would pay it, then Nick is definitely liable. But going back to the second part that Maggie said, what if they had a standing agreement that the advisor would pay the taxes automatically? Would that not be reasonable cause for Nick to step back and trust that the payment would be made? But we know from the lien that Nick owes taxes dating back to 2002, and this lawsuit and tax lien came about in 2008 and 2009. And we know that the IRS is not discreet in coming after their money, especially, I would assume, from a celebrity who would be expected to be able to pay it. So I don't think he can reasonably say that he had no idea his business advisor wasn't paying his taxes for seven or eight years, at least not based on the details we have. That's a fair point. I think the timing of it all really goes against Cage. So I think he's responsible for any timing penalties. I think he's responsible for the accuracy penalty from writing off all these expenses that he obviously shouldn't have. And my theory at the end of the day is that he didn't have the money to pay those taxes from all, his, all, from all of the spending, so he just didn't. Yeah, you're probably right. That's what it looks like to me, too. And I think that's why so many articles, and potentially the IRS as well, are calling this tax evasion, not just late tax payments. And tax evasion is not just a joke that we put as the title of this podcast, but that can carry a $100,000 penalty or five years of jail time, or potentially both, according to IRC Section 7201. So that could go from him just wastefully spending money on other things and avoiding his taxes to him being incarcerated and having a record. Yeah, so I guess it's a good thing that, at least as far as we know, he was able to pay most of his tax liability and penalties and resolve the situation. I can't imagine how many other celebrities end up in similar situations. That's why it's always a smart move to not only hire a qualified manager or tax advisor, but make sure to review their work because the taxpayer will most likely always be the one to bear the tax burden when the IRS comes around. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think Cage paid off, as far as we know, the $6 million in 2012 and then made another payment of $600,000 later that same year. So that's all we know he's paid off from his roughly $14 million liability, which still leaves quite a bit of room that he has to pay. So in order to pay off what he has, Cage has had to sell off lots of his property around the world. He's also been picking up any and every movie role that he can in an effort to make money to pay off those taxes, which may explain his unconvincing role in the remake of Left Behind in 2014 (laughs) that I still am mad about. So far, Cage has claimed that he is current on his tax payments and has not had another issue like this since. 
or at least that the public is aware of. And since he blamed his first financial manager for getting him in that situation, it is no surprise that he went out and hired a new one. According to Cage, this new financial manager is doing a better job of keeping him on track with his spending and up to date on his tax payments. So hopefully that is true and he doesn't find himself underwater like this ever again. Yes, let's hope so. <laughs> well, I think that just about wraps it up. Thanks to the HuffPost, Reuters, Accounting Today, and CBS for providing us with a lot of our research today. And thank you guys so much for listening.